If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com. Welcome back to our weekly podcast, Break Out the Popcorn. I am Rico. And I'm Connie. And we are glad to start off your November with another phenomenal podcast episode. Another thing that just starts your day off fresh and or maybe night. It kind of depends on when we upload this. So for those of you who are caught up, did y'all go ahead and uh, share some love to Mr. Kendrick Avent from the Disabled Butt Podcast? Yes, absolutely. I hope so. I promoted it enough that I feel like... It definitely should have gotten Samesies. gotten Samesies. some listens. Yeah. Um. So, guys, we're just going to go ahead and jump into it. Yes, yes. We I, are, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Die. I was just going to say, um, it's been a while since we've done one of these. We're doing them once every quarter just to make things. Once every season. Every season, every quarter. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Four, four seasons it in a year. Works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're going to be doing our currently popping winter 2021 slash 2022 and we're going to be covering movies. movies. Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, okay, I didn't know if you were going to add movies gonna, on. Okay. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be covering movies that are coming out during the winter, guys. So be. I hope y'all are excited. And look, I, I know the winter ends technically in March, but it's I don't Texas. have time. Well, no, I just don't have time for all those movies. I was just going to say it's Texas. We don't know our seasons. We really, truly do not. Winter <laughs> doesn't begin until like January for us. So Seriously. it's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. So am I starting off? Go for it. All right. All right, so the first movie we have coming out is going to be House of Gucci. This one's coming out pretty quickly, November 24th, 2021, and it is rated R. Remember, all these movies are going to be able to be watched in theaters. I'm sure some of them are going to be streamable, but Mm -hmm. we're focusing on the theater releases. Right. So, quick, short summary, if you guys haven't heard these before. We're just going to give you a quick, short summary, generally from Wikipedia or IMDb or from the... um, studios themselves and then we're going to talk about it a little bit then we're going to answer the questions are we excited for this movie and would we watch this in a theater or at home that's just general format just to kind of keep these going nice and quick so house of gucci is inspired by the family empire behind the fashion house gucci when patrizia regani is that how you say it i hope so patrizia regani an outsider from humble beginnings marries into the gucci family her unbridled ambition begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal decadence revenge and ultimately dot 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 murder moida and we can thanks we can thank imdb for that quick summary right so this is going to be a biographical um crime drama directed by ridley scott starring lady gaga adam driver Jared Leto, who, by the way, is unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. And also, for some reason, kind of like a, a big name during these winter movies. Right. Um, it also has Jeremy Irons, Salma Hayek, 
We love Salma Hayek I here. I love Salma Hayek. And Al Pacino. And I saw her in Hot Ones and just got oh all crispy inside. So it's said to have a Godfather type of vibe to it mm-hmm. with lots of backstabbing, betrayal, etc. Very Moida. like Scarface, Godfather type of thing. Right. So we watched the trailer. We mm-hmm. watched both trailers, actually. Mm-hmm. Are we excited for this movie? Most definitely. I absolutely am. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I never really saw Lady Gaga as an actress. Mm-hmm. Like it, it seemed very much like musician trying to become actress you mm-hmm. know like how justin timberlake dipped his foot into um movies and mm-hmm. it really didn't go that well timeless was amazing okay don't forget about the troll Alpha soundtrack Dogs was amazing i mean yeah but like he never really did anything big with it but lady gaga is really just stepping hit into after these hit. main character roles yeah. yeah yeah so um i'm very excited the trailers got me very hyped for it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that it is like based on a true story and i'm pretty sure i can figure it all out by just looking online um but yeah i'm i think i would watch this in a theater personally um so i'm gonna go ahead and say the opposite yeah um i'm more of a well i'm not i don't want to say i'm not excited for it i actually am it looks like a phenomenal movie granted al pacino plays the same character in every fucking movie nowadays he is very typecast he is the godfather of every movie now yeah he is like in every like italian like yeah. not mob but influential he gives position. you that mob he gives guy. you that like don't fuck with my family vibe yeah. and so i mean we're gonna say vibes a lot throughout this so please just there's a lot of vibes now. here okay that's our that's <laughs> our thing right vibe. now that is our thing for this winter movie yeah the word of the the word of the season is vibe right so I mean, yeah, like I said, he plays the same character and everything. Jared Leto has the same costume designer as The Weeknd whenever he's going for Halloween. Just, like you said, super unrecognizable. Literally, like, unless, if they did not put his name right there where he was, you have known. I would have been like, where yeah. the fuck is Jared Leto in this movie? But, like, also Lady Gaga, like you said, it's just so phenomenal nowadays with her acting career. And it looks really good. Like I really want yeah. to watch this movie, but like, I don't want to watch it in theaters. Yeah. I just don't feel like it's worth it. Not that it's not worth it. Just, I, you don't need, I don't the atmosphere. care. Yeah. I don't need the atmosphere to be drawn into that. Okay. Movie. I can watch it at home and be like, yeah, that was great. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it already, but I think it's rated R. I have that in the, I've already clicked in the next it slide. It has Moida. So yeah. yeah, I'm sure it has a gun with a silencer. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's rated R. Um, all mm-hmm. right, Rico, what is our next movie? So the next one we're going to be covering is Resident Evil, a game franchise that I've loved growing up. I've played, what, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? What's the name of it? I said Resident Evil already. That's not the... I, I was getting to that part. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just, just making sure. Yeah, I was just breaking down the fact that it's a mm, video yeah. game franchise. You're just mixing and matching words. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Resident Evil is a great video game franchise that I've followed throughout the years. I've played one through, what are we at, eight now? I haven't played eight. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Village is still a little weird to me. But um, they actually went ahead and made a movie based off of the original Resident Evil cast. Leon Kennedy, uh, Chris Redfield, and the sister. Okay. So this movie is Welcome to Raccoon City, which is coming out November 24th, 2021. And it is rated R. Mm, Do you know why it's rated R? I, from watching Moida. the trailer. Yeah, I can definitely see why. <laughs> so... I'm going to be reading you, in a dramatic sense, the Sony's picture 
their summary of this summary, movie. Right. Yeah, they wrote this. We didn't. So I didn't choose these words, and Connie always gives me the most fucked up ones. Look, you just were like, no, I'm going to read Resident Evil. And I, I was love like, Resident Evil. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard. Well, let's get into this. So, once the booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corporation, Raccoon City is now a dying Midwestern town. The company's exodus left the city of Wasteland, dot, dot, dot with great evil brewing below the surface. When that evil is unleashed, the townspeople are forever dot 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 changed dot 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 and a small group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. Thank you Sony Pictures. Thank you Sony Pictures for all those dot dot dots and uh, big For words. real like okay I I kept looking through I'm like okay maybe this is a spelling error on somebody's part. I just love how it was like the townspeople dot 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 changed dot dot dot. No, the townspeople are forever dot 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 changed dot dot dot. Like oh, it was periods. <laughs> you could use like Sony stick to vid- stick to PlayStation. Okay, it was so odd. Anyway, so the movie is a is a survival action horror film that is written and directed by Johannes Robert. I'm I'm hoping that we pronounce that right. Fingers crossed. Um. So. Yeah, like I said, it's produced by Johannes Roberts, who directed, also directed, sorry, uh, who also wrote and directed Forty Seven Meters Down, which is Connie's. The worst. Johannes Roberts uh-huh. also made Forty Seven Meters Down, That's what Unleashed, oh, okay. Unearthed, whatever, Unleashed, Unleashed, yeah. yeah, or Uncaged, Uncaged. Sorry, you're right. The scariest horror film to date, in my opinion, in Connie's opinion, personally, it beats out Ghost Ship. It's because it could actually fucking happen. Look, I stand it by my can't statement. It actually happen. Yes. You would not go swimming with sharks. I personally wouldn't, but exactly. other people so it wouldn't might. happen to you. So don't, don't even, you don't even have to worry about it. But what if you go? That's terrifying, man. Look, I'm just going to tell you, if you really want a horror movie, 47 meters my down. My mom's done it. My mom's done sharks. Yeah, but like not in a cage. Yeah, in a cage. I'm going to go talk to her after this. Okay. Talk some sense into her. Okay. Anyway, um, he also made uh, The Stranger's Prey at Night, and this movie is supposed to be a reboot of the Resident Evil film series. Yeah, like to just restart it completely. Right. I mean, there was a lot of them that were not great, let's be honest. Granted, we are not taking that away from my girl. Oh, yeah. Mila... Jovovich. Jovovich, yeah. Right. But since you've played them and you know the history, is Mm -hmm. this kind of the start of the story? So it's looking like the start of it. It has the original people. Because I know you're really hyped over the characters. Right. So Chris Redfield and Leon Kennedy are not supposed to meet that early. Oh, okay. So um, it is it kind of like a Mortal Kombat situation where they're taking key characters and kind of just making their own storyline with them? Kind of, yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, we have a lot of character recognition for this, this character and this character. Mm-hmm. And instead of like sprinkling some recognizable characters here and there throughout the whole series... You just put them all into one to gather as much attention as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. They're trying to capture the moment right then and there with I mean, Leon Kennedy because that was like one of the like most proficient like character in the game. He's like the best character in the game, in my opinion. It looks very interesting to me. Yeah, in my opinion, it just it's one of those things that it looks kind of very CGI'd, which is understandable because you can't have mm-hmm. those things. Like you can't fucking make a demon dog, mm-hmm. you know, look, look realistic. Yeah. Except you know who they should have contacted? Who? The people who did the Scooby-Doo live actions. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they could have fucking did it. No, they couldn't. Those monsters look kind of better than, than... No. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. I'm not going to no. lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no. Uh, like we were saying, I mean, I've played a lot of them. 
So am I excited for this movie? Yes. But I do want to say, like you said, the main character, the main baddies mm-hmm. do look very CGI. The devil dogs. Well, not devil dogs. Just Isn't Resident dogs. Evil essentially, um, it's zombies, right? Right. Okay. I just want to make sure because it was giving me very, um, the hills have eyes. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh. Okay, I don't see how you would see that. Wrong I, turn, cannibal, inbreeding type of thing. That's what it was giving me, kind of those vibes. Okay. Okay. Sure. Not going to argue that one. But <laughs> what I was going to say is, like I said, CGI characters, which is going to be kind of hard. Like Doom. Mm-hmm. Doom was very CGI'd with the, with the baddies. But it's a video game. I mean, there's movie. only so much they can do with prosthetics. Right, we're getting but there. But... I will say, as we move down the list in movies, there are some movies that, I don't know if it's prosthetics or CGI, but they do it very well. Yeah. Like, it's possible. And I just have a small complaint. Just a small complaint. What's a complaint? Real small complaint. Leon's blonde. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like having a, a black-haired Malfoy. Odd. It's odd. Brunette Sonia Blade. Brunette Sonia Blade, right. Okay. Right. So, for them to cast Beck from Victorious as Leon Kennedy. And not even give him highlights right weird and then like he's supposed to be like super serious super badass he's very like giggly in this one uh-huh. maybe they're trying to lighten him up i don't want that oh i want that, that that blonde bad boy leon so, kennedy me personally i'm not like oh i'm so ready to see this i'm super excited because you know i don't like gory movies mm-hmm. and that's what it's turning out to be for me um i probably wouldn't see it in theaters okay but what I about you that. Um, I would want to see it in theaters okay. only because the ambience does feel like it'd be good there. Yeah. But I would be okay watching it at home too. Yeah, I can see that. But you would definitely probably pay to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Only for the first time. But anyway, moving on to the next one. All right. So the next one we have is West Side Story. Um, West Side Story is coming out December 10th of 2021 and it is rated PG-13. So... This is an adaption of the 1957 musical West Side Story, and it explores forbidden love and the rivalry between the Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Thank you, IMDb, for that. Short Mm -hmm. and sweet. Um, So this movie is a musical romantic drama directed and co-produced by Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. West Side Story is loosely based on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and originated as a Broadway musical in 1957 and was adapted into a film in 1961, and this will be the second film adaption. Okay. So... We watched the trailer. It's giving me very much hairspray, footloose, the outsiders. What do you think? You stole the words right off my page. I mean, that's literally like, <laughs> I, I'm i not going to lie. I went into reading the West Side Story, the plot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I, this isn't going to be for me. Right. But actually like watching the trailer, I was like, this is kind of fun. I kind of like this. So for me... I didn't know about West Side Story. I saw the the trailer for it. And like you said, it had mm-hmm. very much uh, Outsiders vibes mm-hmm. where the Soches are going to go fight. Um, Hairspray, foot Footloose, Grease, uh, gangs walking up on each other. Walking up on each other, going to yeah. do a whole dance routine and then fight about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was getting from it. And that looked pretty cool. Like, I like yeah. whenever, like, two gangs go up against each other and just go fighting yeah. each other. I like that type of stuff. And they have like their jeans, like, type stuff. rolled up right. and you see their white socks. The cigarette and the fucking sleeve yeah. and shit. Yeah. Baseball bats and chains. But it's not for me. I know. This isn't your type of movie. This is more my type of movie, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, this is completely off topic, 
but we're only 15 minutes in and you know look when i read jets and sharks there's a movie very near and very dear to my heart and it's called bring it on all or nothing where i'm pretty sure it's all or nothing please don't quote me on that you can just google it bring it on it's one with ashley benson you tell the story anyways it's with the jets and the sharks and they're both competing rival teams right rival teams both competing against each other each half of a team gets injured during this in order to compete in the final cheer competition they have to combine both halves of their team to make a whole team and what are their team's names the jets and the sharks and what options do they have when they combine their team names? Jarks. Or Shets. And they went... Shets. Yeah. So anyways, you say West Side Story. I say Bring It On, All or Nothing. Don't quote me on that. It's just the one with Ashley Benson. It has an Ashley Tisdale song <laughs> in it. They, they were at Florida. They were at Disneyland or something like that. That's all I remember. Okay. But it's iconic. Do you feel? No. Anyways. I'm just calling it a no watch in my opinion. Are we excited? Not really. Uh, Would I watch it in the theater or at home? Probably at home. Really? Yeah. I'd go theater. I would go at home so when I start singing along, nobody can hear me. I would go theater because of the opposite of that reason. I would get very... Like, I I would see it on Netflix or whatever. And you would change it. No, I just wouldn't click on it. I feel you. But you also wouldn't pay to watch it in the theater. I would let you pay for it. Oh, On a Tuesday where it's $5. Thank you. I appreciate that. We support our local theaters. I just hit like four times. Oh my God. There you go. You got it. All finally. Right. So we are moving on to the movie Agnes, which is coming out December 10th, 2021. And it is a rated R movie. It is. So quick summary. Rumors of a demonic possession at a religious convent. Convent? Convent? Convent. Yeah. Because okay. I kept saying covenant. That's what I'm I was like, reading That's too. That's not a real word. Uh, prompts a church investigation into the strange ongoings amongst its nuns. Mm-hmm. So a disaffected priest. Why you got to give me the hard ones, dog? I'm sorry. It's just some big words. Your in there. last one was so smooth and so easy. <laughs> Good luck with the next word. <laughs> a disaffected priest and his neophyte. His neophyte? neophyte look i'm gonna be honest with you i did not google it i know religious people are screaming at me right now i don't i'm really i don't know yeah i well i think catholics just, yeah i was just, just scream at us this is catholic <laughs> just scream at us <laughs> of what the word is it is a neophyte <laughs> that's what they're telling us right now anyway sorry a priest and his sidekick are are confronted with temptation bloodshed and a crisis of faith that sounds like every sunday yeah yeah like i'm sorry are priests and their sidekicks not always being confronted with temptation and bloodshed and a crisis of faith you're not wrong like that seems like a regular day you know i don't want to say altar boy either because that would have just went a whole different alley no it's the girl it's the young pre the young nun no, it was a boy, wasn't no, it? No, I think it's a young nun. That he was with. It was, no. I'm not going to say a priest was with the young boy. I'm pretty sure it was with the young the girl. Young, the young man that was with him. I'm running a neophyte. It sounds like a girl. Okay, whoever's Catholic, just let us Love know what a neophyte Whenever is. Whenever I was first typing this out, I was like, a priest and his nymph. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Nicole, honey, that's not what it was. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it's not a nymph. <laughs> 
You're so bad, dude. <laughs> you were terrible. Anyway, so it's a horror drama that really just strikes me as another nun movie. Look, you know how we had that? We Granted, had a- it, the trailer says it's not another nun movie. <laughs> so <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm battling know- with bloodshed crisis of faith and temptation. <laughs> it sounds like a regular nun movie. <laughs> No, you know how we were talking about how there's periods of times where there's just so many movies, it's just overwhelming. Like, there's periods of times that was his Kool Aid, his Kool Aid juice box that he's sipping on. It's um, blessed. Gotta ward off that temptation. <laughs> gotta um, ward off that thirst temptation. Oh my God. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, you know how there's like an oversaturation of movies sometimes mm-hmm. where like there's a lot of zombie movies, a lot of vampire movies. There's just like sorry a lot of paranormal movies sometimes i know y'all just heard me breathe loud as fuck it's how fast i talk anyways i feel like we're going into the nun era really we had valak oh oh you're talking about like you're talking about like how they had like 50 penguin movies 50 zombie movies yeah and it's because the new conjuring movie it didn't have nuns in it really but it Mm. had very the devil made me do it had very religious themes Mm mm-hmm and, you know, we had the nun from the Conjuring universe, and now we're getting Agnes. Mm-hmm. And I was also getting Exorcist vibes mm-hmm. from it. I don't know. I just, I wasn't I was getting it. Exorcist vibes from it. It has that very, like, grittiness to it, like, like older in the middle movie. Of an ex- middle of an exorcism, like, heaving and contouring. Well, no, what I'm saying is, like, it has, like, shaky cam qualities. Yeah, it has 90s movie quality. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I just, eh. um, I'm just. I'm not we... gonna say it's a no watch. It looks interesting enough. Like the trailer gave me enough to want to watch it because of that like '90s feel to it. Like it might be a really good movie, but it also deals like with: is it another nun movie? And... Is it a priest movie that's trying to like show that priests don't really do anything? Like. The I don't know. Issue I had with it specifically with the trailers itself is it flash between scenes of this girl being a nun and this girl working at a supermarket and obviously you can't fucking do both right nuns don't work at supermarkets right okay all right vampires don't teach classes we all know this so it's just it confused me like was she a nun and she got out was she a supermarket girl and she became a nun because she was i don't know she found religion my charge nurse used to be a nun what made her quit i don't know you need to ask that. You're going around starting rumors. I, I didn't start the rumor. You're perpetuating rumors. I don't know what perpetuating means. Continuing. Ah, yes. Then that is what I'm doing. <laughs> I am. I'm gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite pastime. I don't know how much weight that holds, but I was just told she was a nun. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So it's just, in my opinion, you really didn't get a, like, a clear storyline out of it. And it just did not look that interesting. So am I excited right. to watch it? No. Am I excited to watch it? No. Um, would we watch it in theaters or at home? Home. I would probably watch it if I was already scrolling on Hulu or Netflix and saw that it yeah. was already on there. I'd be like, mm, mm. maybe. If I saw a good Facebook post about it, like, this movie sent 14 people to the hospital. I'd probably avoid it. Am I going to lie to you? I'd watch it. I'd probably go to where you work. What? Because your charge nurse used to be a nun. Ah. Like, it. hey, can you help me here? <laughs> Did you work at a supermarket too? All right, so <laughs> so the next movie we have. Oh fuck! You're covering that movie. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. That looks like a mouthful. It is. 
uh, is Spider-Man No Way Home. And the reason I'm covering it is because it's coming out December 17th of 2021. And you know when we're going to go watch it? December 18th. Because you know what December 19th is? Your birthday. My 26th birthday. Anyways. You fucking old weirdo. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm kidding. Don't talk <laughs> about my kidding. age. I just confided in you that I was having a quarter life crisis. Now you're just messing with now you're making fun of me. Just read the thing. Um, I don't know what it's rated. I'm sure it's rated PG-13, but you know I don't actually know for sure. So it's Marvel, and Marvel's owned by Disney, and Disney really doesn't want to do rated R movies, especially when it comes out to superheroes or Star Wars. Understandable. Fuck you, Disney for that. Understandable. But, yeah. So. Quick, short, to the point plot. Mm -hmm. Um, After Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man was exposed by Mysterio, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal, at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Did you say fuck Jake Gyllenhaal? His life and reputation are turned upside down. Oh, you're a Swifty, I forgot. Much like Taylor Swift's was. (laughs) Terrible. Parker asked Dr. Stephen Strange to help restore his secret identity with magic, but his... But this breaks up with the multiverse, allowing villains from alternate realities who have previously fought a Spider-Man to arrive. Thank you to Wikipedia. <laughs> so there's no explanation really needed. I'm sorry, but did you have to throw in your swiftiness in there? <laughs> there's no real explanation needed to this movie. Or um, your swift fanatic. The multiverse is happening. Right. We are getting multiple Spider-Mans. The mom is happening. Happening. The what? The mom. The multiverse of oh, madness. I was like, his parents dead, Rico. What are you talking <laughs> nope, about? Nope. Not what I was getting at with that. The multiverse oh of God. madness. The mom. You were literally so dark. House of M. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Multiverse is happening. Spider-Mans are happening. If Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are not in this movie, I will Set that bitch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Final Destination, that movie theater. Yeah. Don't care. I will do to that movie theater what I wanted to do with The Rise of Skywalker. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Are we excited for this movie? Oh, fuck yeah. How is that even a question? Fuck yeah. Would we watch this in the theater or at home? Fuck. Theater. Porque no los dos. You're right. Exactly. Porque no los I'm going to give that movie all the money I can give it. I will continuously watch it multiple times. Yeah. I'm literally watching all the Marvel movies in mm-hmm. order, preparing for this. Mm-hmm. So don't test me. All right. So next movie. Coming in at our sixth spot for just listing off movies, I guess, is Nightmare Alley coming out on December 17th, 2021. And it is rated R. Sorry. Shocking. I just... Wanted to give you a little bit of a build up. A little bit of suspense. Right. Rated R for Rico. Oh my god. Stan Carlisle, an ambitious carny with the talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words, hooks up with Dr. Lilith Ritter. Interesting. A psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. Thank you, Searchlight Pictures. I love how we're saying thank you now. It was just me copying your thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so... Sorry, I, there's more. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, a neo... Was it a neo-Nazi? Oh, my God. <laughs> a neo-Nazi psychological thriller. That's American I mean, History that, X. That's a, that's a movie. <laughs> a neo... <laughs> I almost said it again. <laughs> a neo-noir psychological thriller <laughs> directed by Guillermo del Toro, based on the 1946 novel of the same name, starring Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Collette, right? Collette, yeah, not Coletti. Okay. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Rooney Mara, and Richard Jenkins. So, you got anything for it? You sound like you're about to say something. Yeah, yeah. So this one, uh, this movie's a little bit different. 
Um, because I was actually very interested in this movie. Mm -hmm. This one's a little bit different than what Guillermo del Toro usually does. Mm -hmm. Because most of his other movies, he did, he did Shape Guillermo. of Water. Guillermo. Okay, you had a boss named Guillermo, huh? Mm-hmm. I know. Um, anyways, his other movies usually have a supernatural element to them. Mm -hmm. This one doesn't. Weird. Like, he even said, like, I want to do something different for it. I don't want to mm -hmm. do the same thing that I'm always doing. So, another note is that there is another movie that was created based off the novel, um, but he decided that this one is actually, or he considers this one to actually be a standalone adoption as opposed to a remake. Um, I don't think he actually watched the original movie. He was actually gifted the book and then he made his movie based off of that. So it's not a remake. So I don't know how like true it is to the original movie. Mm -hmm. So just throwing that out there. That's pretty cool tidbit. I was very excited about this movie, like reading about it, like, an ambitious carny manipulates people, gets a woman. Like mm -hmm. it kind of gives me Joker Harley themes. That's all I was thinking too. Yeah, but I'm but, not gonna lie. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Really no, you're quick. good. What's up? Um, so for those of you who don't don't know what mm -hmm. she was talking about by he get or he makes um supernatural type oh, movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he did The Shape of Water, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Hellboy, Mama, Mimic, Pacific Rim, stuff like that. Yeah, it's all. It all has some sort of supernatural Pan's Labyrinth. element. That's what I was yeah. thinking. All have some sort of supernatural element mm -hmm. to it. It's never just like a, a human did this thing. Right. Um, the thing is, is I was super excited for this movie upon reading it. I, like, I love psychological thrillers. I love psychological, psychological thriller books, movies, all this and that. But then upon watching the trailer, I'm not as hyped. No, really. I think it's just because I don't like trailers that just give you quick glimpses at movies without actually describing like what the movie is. of the scenes in the movie. yes right. yes without actually describing what the movie is like it's just or like what racing through it yeah like especially a movie that like spider-man can do that because and they don't but spider-man can do that because mm -hmm. it's fucking spider-man people know what to expect mm -hmm. but a movie where nobody really knows what to expect out of it you have to give me something to be intrigued at there was mm -hmm. nothing to me personally intriguing about this trailer so a little bit i kind of feel like what i kind of feel where you're coming from yeah but it also gave me like greatest showman vibes i can definitely see that because it, it's definitely like a carnival a circus it's kind of like, like a little more serious version of like kind of a sideshow type of thing right yeah because it had the is he a man is he a beast mm -hmm. and the girl who gets electrocuted in the chair right and that's one thing that i didn't really care for like he, the you hear the narrator explaining like is he a man is he a beast is he this is he that but like it doesn't tell you like who he's talking about yeah, like it you're just sitting there thinking, okay, like it's probably talking about Bradley Cooper. Is it the main character, the right. one that we keep seeing, or is it just like a random side attraction? Yeah, or are you just hearing somebody calling it out because or we're is in that a the carnival? plot of the movie that they're like gonna go try to save? Yeah. Like, like, I don't. It didn't say. Like, it didn't give me the feeling of oh, um, this psychiatrist who's there even a more straight dangerous. Line. Yeah, like a psych he meets a psychiatrist who's even more dangerous as he is. He's a con man. So what is she a murderer? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the escalation here? What is happening? Is this like a love story? Is this like a, I don't know. Right. That's just what I got from it. Um, no, I get it. So are we excited overall? I still am a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I'm not like thrilled, but. Vampire's Assistant kind of vibes. Oh, look, I love Vampire's Assistant. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I wish they made more. Um, would we watch this in a theater or at home? Home. I think I'd watch it at home too. I don't see myself paying um, to watch it in a theater personally. Mm -hmm. That's just me, though. No, I dig it. So, the next movie is going to what be... What the fuck? 
I literally read out the order to you before. You get these like two sentence ones, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You should have paid attention to how I was doing it. You insisted on opening, so. Um, so the King's Man is next. It comes out December 22nd, 2021, and it is rated R. And so quick summary, as a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gather to plot a war to wipe out millions, one man and his protege must race against time to stop them. Thank you, Wikipedia. The hardest word in there was masterminds. Tyrants. So <laughs> this is a period action spy film that will be the third installment in the Kingsman series, but this movie will actually be a prequel to the 2014 Kingsman Secret Service and 2017 Kingsman The Golden Circle. Oh, Golden Circle. I don't know if I actually said that or like... You said Golden Circle. <laughs> I know. I heard my voice skip out and I was like, damn girl, calm down. Um, I mean, of course, all Kingsman movies look good. Yeah. Like that's at the end of the, the day, that's the, it. Yeah. It's kind of like Spider-Man. Like, of course, we're hyped to see it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a funny action yeah. type of movie. Like, oh, but I was telling Rico, I like when period pieces that are set in older times. Like, this one is set. When was Rasputin alive? That's not a me question. Early dog. 1900s. Sure. Anyways. You said, like, early 2000s. I'd have still told you sure. Anyways, what I'm saying is... This isn't specific to this movie particularly, but just in general, I love period pieces where they cast people of different ethnicities that wouldn't maybe have been in these positions back when this thing was actually taking place. Mm -hmm. But I find it very easy to whitewash movies that way where it's like, oh, well, I didn't cast a black actor because uh, they wouldn't have been this fucking royal back then. Right. Like if the actor is good for the part fucking cast him mm -hmm. i understand if it's a bio biographical thing or something something like that but i don't know i just i'm excited to watch this what about you excited obviously. will we watch it in theaters or at home theaters yeah if we can i mean we don't have a good track record of kingsman movies in theaters no but this if you haven't seen the trailer yet it gives you a very much like assassin's creed meets like james bond type feel to it yeah like it's very much like spy we're gonna save Super the world fast action like great action fighting scenes kind of john wicky where it's yeah. like it's like yeah it's kind of comedic almost too because they have like the perfect weapons and then the perfect throws they run out of weapons and right. you know they have to figure it out right so um i am going to go ahead and apologize for this oh my fuck <laughs> You really want to do a Matrix, so. Bah. Uh, this one's all you. All right. Dog. Guys, movie. sit down. I'm going to read you a fucking Harry Potter book. So we're going to be covering the, well, not we're not going to be covering it, but we're going to be giving you the Matrix. We're going to be reading. I'm so excited for this fucking movie, dog. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be reading to you the Matrix, the Matrix Resurrections coming out December 25th, Christmas Day. Of 2021. Of 2021. And I have to say, you have to be very confident in your movie to release it on Christmas Day. You're not Because that's when a lot of people, a lot of families go to the movie theaters and shit like that. You have to know that your movie is going to be a solid fucking movie to yeah. take the whole family. Go watch. Yeah. Granted, I don't know what this one's rated. I don't either. Probably R. Maybe. Maybe PG-13. Nah. Probably R. NC-17. Is that still a thing? What do you mean? I don't know. Wasn't there like an NC-17 at one point? I don't remember. Hmm. Odd. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's a rated R movie, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, 
20 years after the events of The Matrix Revolutions, Neo lives a seemingly ordinary life as Thomas A. Anderson in San Francisco, where his therapist prescribes him blue pills. Hmm. Hmm. Also, quick side note, his therapist, what color glasses is he wearing? Blue. Exactly. Hmm. Oh, there you're going to hum with me. Hmm. (laughs) Neither he nor Trinity recognize each other. However, Morpheus offer... Offer him? Really? Really, nigga? (laughs) Really? You can say offers? You can write this shit down, dog. I know we cut like four times just to get this right. (laughs) But if I read something else that is typo... (laughs) In this long ass paragraph, we gonna have to fight, dog. You set me up with these long ass paragraphs. Stop, I'm gonna pee. You set me up with these long paragraphs. Don't even write them right. And I make the joke that I can't read, but really, it's you. Look, I have nails on one hand. I can't type very well, if I'm being quite honest with you. I gotta type like. <laughs> so done with you, dog. Okay. Anyway, anyway How about okay. Let's, let's redo this from the top. Okay, so twenty years after the events of Matrix Revolutions, Neo lives a seemingly ordinary life as Thomas A. Anderson in San Francisco, where his therapist describes him blue pills. Hmm. You didn't hmm with me. You get me Did mad. Did you say here. describes Any- him? Pills? prescribes him i said okay. prescribes him maybe i might have said the other way i don't know neither he nor trinity not trini i know <laughs> recognize each other however morpheus offers offers him the red pill hmm come on hmm okay all right and reopens his mind to the world of the matrix thank you wikipedia no thank you to Connie, who didn't type this upright. A motherfucker takes a nap, and all of a sudden, all English leaves a window. You? What's up? You can use literary devices like neither he nor she nor there, but you can't really? No. Okay. No. I actually typed this up while I was at work. I typed all the plots up when I was at work. That wasn't me racing to get off. Mm. Uh. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we... Let's take a breather here. Got a little panicked. <sighs> okay. So we all generally know about the Matrix with Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and even Jada Pinkett Smith. Is she even Smith anymore? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But Damn. <laughs> there's new stars such as Neil Patrick Harris, Mr. Blue Glasses, mm-hmm. Yaya Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Martin the Second. Dog. It's just anytime I see Abdul, I think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. I know, and where is he from? Put some respect on his name. Candyman, I know, but you I know, just, he was also in another Jordan Peele I movie. Love, it, I just love Kareem. Okay. Anyway, and Connie just made yeah. a racial a racial thing when it really wasn't. No, anyway, put some respect on Yaya's name. I like Yaya. He's cool. He's like the next fucking uh, uh, Michael Michael J. White. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Christina Ritchie, Wednesday Adams. Yes, we know. And more. And more. And more. So, <laughs> Yaya, Mr. Yaya Abdul Martin II, since I can't make a joke because you make it racist. It's Mateen, not Martin. Oh, my goodness. No Just to let you know. How you know you didn't spell it wrong? Because I made sure <laughs> I looked it up right. Anyway, Yaya is a young Morpheus. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Lawrence Sorry. Fishburne. You out? Damn, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yaya's up. in. That's fucked up. I love. Do you know so many Lawrence people? Fishburne. So many people like 
approached the director of the matrix and asked her like hey can i reprise my role like even some dude who was killed off really i know people are yelling at me and be like he wasn't some dude but some dude i can't remember his name now was killed <laughs> off and he was like hey can we bring my character back and guess what uh, he never got a response oh man mm. that's sad imagine like just trying to jump on that train (laughs) like hey so um i'm thinking i could be in no sorry yeah (laughs) Yeah, no no amount of tweets could could get a response right so the third movie was intended to be the last one and despite the pandemic the cast urged the director to follow through with the whole movie yeah because she originally was like no like let's put it down Mm -hmm. i don't want to finish it Mm -hmm. and they were like excuse me no right the press release states that this is a direct sequel to the story established from the first film, which confuses some because we are ignoring the Reloaded and Re- Revolutions. I guess. Like, I'm I'm confused. Anyway. Have you watched those two? We're going to get into that. So, are we excited for this movie? Yes. I know as a movie podcaster, I should be like, but yeah, I am. As somebody who's never seen any of the Matrix movies... Okay, would you be willing to get into the Matrix movies for this movie? Maybe, but it's giving me very Shutter Island, very um, Inception, very I'm gonna stop you. Throw up in my mouth. Throw up in your mouth? What? Because I get not like I get motion sick. Okay. It's giving me Ariana Grande positions music video. I don't know what that means, but no, it's because like she's cooking in the kitchen. It's okay, you don't have to. No, it. She's, listen, she's cooking in the kitchen, and then she goes to, like fall on her back, and like it's actually her falling into a bed. Oh, because she's switching up positions for you. Not for me. No. I don't but like I don't Ariana know, Grande. I don't know who, but anyways, it gives me motion sickness watching the trailer. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a lot of red and blue too symbolism. Symbolism. She gave a Jordan Peele on that. No. You think Yaya was like, hey. No. I got a great idea. Stop it. Just stop. (laughs) Matrix fans all over the world are ready to like ban us from the internet. I know. And then you're down talking Keanu Reeves' movie. You're trying to ban us from the internet. No, I love Keanu Reeves. Then you should be excited for the Matrix. Look, I'm excited for it for him. I'm excited for it for you. Uh Am I excited for it for myself? What about Carrie Ann Moss? I don't know who that is. Oh my God. Do you know who that is? Yes. Who is it? That's Trinity. That makes more sense. The one that she said you don't remember how we met before? Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. That's also the Hogarth from Jessica Jones. No, I'm lying. I have no clue if that's actually her or not. I I have no idea. I saw her and I thought that's who that was. It could be. Um, It could be right. I didn't see Jada Pinkett Smith at all in the trailer. It was in the other movie. Oh, well, she's back. Okay. That's good. I'm excited I mean, for Yaya's new role. Yeah. Good for him. Same as uh, Neil Patrick Harris, okay, I guess. Sure. Sure. Right. Seems like odd, odd thing. Um, Let, let's just get out all your feelings. Come on. Christina Ritchie. Uh-huh. Very proud of her. Very happy. I didn't mm-hmm. see her in the film, but Christina I'm sure Ricey. she's there. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Uh, but yeah, me personally, no, I'm good. Really? I'm good. Yeah. I probably watch it at home. Really? Yeah. Ouch. If you took me to the movies, I'd watch it. Okay, so if I paid for it mm-hmm. on a Tuesday for five dollars, yeah, you okay, for that's sure. fine. That's fine. We can do that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely excited for it. I'm not the biggest Matrix fan, but I've always wanted to get into the Matrix, and Netflix be letting me down sometimes. So I would be willing to watch all of the Matrix trilogy just to watch this movie. Is it a trilogy now? It was a trilogy until this part. A uh, quadruply. 
It's a quadruple now, yes. Mm, understandable. So you get into the next movie since you a saga me. a saga it's a saga now yes. yeah i um, still like quadruply though <laughs> very i'm very good at this i don't know why people don't hire me for more jobs um anyways the next movie is one that i was very pumped about it's called the tragedy of macbeth um it's kind of like a little indie story i'm not sure any of you have really heard it um it comes out december 25th of 2021 Macbeth an indie story <laughs> It comes out December 25th, 2021. It's rated R. Again, again, for somebody who is going to put out a movie on the 25th, you are very ballsy. You have to be confident, okay? Um, I'm not sure if any of you know the story of Macbeth. Like I said, very indie, very hole in the wall. It's very niche. Um, but a Scottish lord becomes convinced by a trio of witches that he'll become the next king of Scotland, and his ambitious wife supports him in his plans of seizing power. And you know what? Thank you, IMDb, but that is a woman in charge. She's like, you know what, babe? You got it. Mm-hmm. And you know who got it? Denzel Washington. He is Macbeth, I think. The trailers really did not give us much. I swear to God, if this movie's in black that. and white, I will fight somebody. I'm okay with it. No. It gives me Kanye West music video vibes. For like two hours? Kanye West music video Where vibes. art thou? To be or not to be? Was that Macbeth? No, I'm pretty sure that was Hamlet. Pretty sure that was Hamlet. Anyways, I don't know the story of Macbeth, so it is an indie, indie tale. To you. To me and everybody who slept through their high school English class. That too. You're not wrong. Anyways, um, it's based off the play Macbeth by Shakespeare. Shocking. A lot of Shakespeare this season. I don't know why. This will be a drama film, obviously. Um, I'm very intrigued because Denzel Washington will be playing Macbeth, I believe, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so far, it has received outstanding praise. Well, Lady Macbeth. So, if he has his ambitious wife, Lady Macbeth, he must be Macbeth. That's just how I'm piecing it. Yes, but it never actually said. That... No, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even say if he's Macbeth at all. The... Or if anybody's Macbeth. Look at look. So, it could just be like... Look. A random king story. The fucking trailers are like 45 seconds long. Yeah. In black and white. And all you hear is knock, knock, knock. Who's knocking? That's fucking it. Yeah. It doesn't tell you much. And I know I'm supposed and to know Denzel the story. And picks up a sword. And that's it. I know I'm supposed to know the story of Macbeth. Okay. I am watching a movie and not reading a book. Give me some fucking words. That's all I ask. I desperately we review need, movies, not books. I, I desperately need. Tell me what this means. Some fucking entertainment. I did not come here to just. Uh, I don't know. I came here to watch a movie. I feel you. Sorry, my computer wanted to restart. Yeah, let's not do that in the middle of a podcast. Actually, let me pause this really quick because it's scheduled to restart at twelve oh one and it's eleven forty six. All right, sorry, we're back in action. I extended it by another hour. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, so far it's received, received outstanding praise despite mm-hmm. the 40-second clips that we're being given. People who have seen it apparently really enjoyed it. Um, are we excited for this movie? Yes and no. I am. I was excited for it until I saw the trailer. Exactly. The trailer killed it for me, personally. Yeah. And the lack of trailer killed it for me. That's right. what it was. Um, if the whole movie's in black and white, I promise I will square up. <laughs> I don't care. Um, Shakespeare? It is going to be streamable on Apple Plus, though. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure a lot of these movies are going to be streamable, though. I mean, yeah, but this is like the only trailer. This that was an Apple Plus like exclusive. Said, yeah, like this was a movie. I'm pretty sure they created. But it did give me like, um, Sin City, Beowulf, 300 vibes. I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely Sin see City it. Sin City was black and white. If you didn't know, I knew that. Wasn't okay. there like pops of color in there? Uh, I think every once in a while. 
So would we watch this in the theater or at home? Listen, here's what I'm going to say. I would watch it in theaters purely because if I watched it at home and if it was in black and white, I would simply die. I would, I would watch not be able to watch it at home if I knew it was good. Yeah, I feel but that. I would watch it in a movie theater for that exact reason, too. I can definitely feel that. I can get behind it. Yeah. Understandable. All right. What's the next movie? The next movie is going to be the 355 or the 355 or, or the 355. Yeah. The 355 or 355s. Okay. When does it come out? <laughs> it comes out January 7th, 2022. Mm-hmm. So after New Year's. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and this movie is also rated PG-13. So you can go ahead and take your 13-year-old, take your 12-year-old. Take oh my God. No, 13 and up. I mean, it's just parent and guardian. With a thirteen-year-old, like they mm. just can't watch it by themselves, hmm. but a younger kid can watch it with a parent or guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about rating system at some point. We should cover that. I wish to do a brief moment of popcorn history. We should. All right. Anyway, so a female CIA agent teams up with other female CIA agents. Not international, really CIA. right? They're international CIA agents. CIA is is u.s we have british we have austrian we have germany okay don't quote the fucking trailer i'm sorry you just tried to say cia and i just want to clear that up real quick okay so a female agent teams up with other international agents absolutely to recover a top secret weapon does that remind you of any other movie same so the t- <laughs> i love how you didn't even disagree you just gave me the face the titles derived from agent 355 a female spy for the Patriots during the American Revolution. See, when I first read it, I was like, damn, the Patriots had a spy. Is that how they know, like, when to deflate the balls for Tom Brady? But then I realized. You're fucking hilarious. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank Agent, you, Wikipedia. It's I love how it says the title derived from Agent 355. Is there any other agent that has three numbers? Hmm. The, oh, 007. Mm. I love... Yeah. You didn't... How did that not click? How did that... It's going to sound even worse when you read the second part that I wrote. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Wikipedia. But um, it stars Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger. Fawn. Fawn Bing Bing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember... I just don't want to say that wrong. You were asleep, but her so traditionally what would be our first name for her is bing bing and her last name is fawn Mm -hmm. but i looked at the movie title and they like had switched it you know how they put the last name like in bold Mm -hmm. and the first name like in smaller Mm -hmm. they had switched it for her like to put her last name um big and her first name small no like her first name big fawn yeah and then bing bing at the bottom oh that's pretty cool i i'm I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how they just do it. Like, she's from China. Well, no, I'm saying like if it was supposed to be like a cultural thing and like, yeah. like hey, let, let's do they, that for her, then yeah, yeah that's cool. If yeah, yeah, just, yeah, okay. No, that's how they did it. They like did it separately just to you know be culturally correct. Yeah, for okay, sure. that's pretty cool. Bon Bing Bing. I respect that. Um, and also has Sebastian Stan and Edgar Ramirez. Since mm-hmm. you wanted to name everybody in the whole cast. I'm sorry. I just feel I'm just so messing bad. with you, dog. I'm just messing with you. You just I'm gave like, me a lot of shit with these. Well, it's just like, I feel so bad leaving like one person out when it says like starring. No, I'm like, I well, fuck, you. I got to do everybody now. I yeah. can't just like do 
oh, Lupita, because we love her, but then leave out Diane Kruger because I'm not going to tell the story. Nothing against Diane Kruger, personally. Oh. Against a coworker. Oh, that all clicked real quick. Okay. All right. I'll tell the story one day if you guys really want to hear it, but I doubt anybody It'll does. be on her TikTok. Don't. We're not going to do that on the podcast. No, actually, part of it is my TikTok, so yeah. Okay. There you go. Diane Kruger. All right. She was uh, supposed to show up, but she didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing against Diane. I don't actually believe that you were there in the first place. I just believe it's that okay. my psychotic coworker is no, fucking okay. crazy. It's okay. It's okay. It's like, Diane Kruger's coming to Dan. I'm like, is she really? It's okay. Diane Kruger, if you ever listen to this, we love you. My boss was just like, come one time. <laughs> my boss was like, if she shows up, call me. I will call be right ASAP. there. I'm putting on clothes right now. <laughs> Put on her fanciest attire for Diane Kruger. Just sit by the telephone all day. Is Miss Kruger at the tanning salon yet? God, is she there? Is she fucking there, Connie? Fucking you better not fucking miss this opportunity. No, for she me. even told me she's like, make sure to try to take a picture. <laughs> try to take a picture with her, and then and and tell people as soon as she comes in, post on Facebook, special guest at the salon. And I'm like, Tracy, no, ma'am. Oh, sorry, I saw my boss's name. No, ma'am, I will not be doing that. Anyways, like I said, no, we said we weren't gonna do it. We still had to go. No offense, Diane Kruger. No, you are a wonderful woman. If you would ever need a tan, she would give it to you. Come see me. In a heartbeat. But if you have any friends and their names start with a B and then with an E, they're not your friend. Anyways. Wow. All right. Moving on. We got a whole story there, guys. So. This is supposed to be a female-led spy film in the same spirit as the Mission Impossible and James Bond series, and you're actually wrong. It's Jason Bourne, but no, no, no. I got this straight from Wikipedia. No, I feel you, but like it's from the creators of Jason Bourne, right? So, but this was supposed to be in the same vein as Mission Impossible and James Bond. And Jason Jason Bourne Bourne forgot his forgot who he was. All of these women know who they are. Except for Rihanna. She's not in here, but God, is she in the trailers. They really wanted to stuff Rihanna in this movie. They try to oceanate it. The the Run This Town song, it can only be used in one trailer. They you cannot it have both. it in multiple. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this was very Ocean's 8 to me. Um. So the way that I said it is I loved it, obviously, because Lupita and Jessica Chastain. What and about Diane Penelope Cruz? And Penelope Cruz. What about Fawn okay. Bing Bing? I, I don't know Fawn Bing Bing. I don't... I don't wow. want to take it away from her. I just don't know her. What about Sebastian Stan? I don't know who that is. Winter fucking soldier, dog. Oh, it's Bucky. Bucky Mc... Bucky. See, I was gonna I was gonna make a joke. Mm-mm. And then I was gonna make that joke. We and have then already related to to Fan Bing Bing. Nope. Fawn Bing Bing. I... We have already made way too many people mad this episode. Bucky McBoing Boing. We go. That's not it was not anywhere really. See, I knew Anyways. you were gonna take it there. Bucky McBoing Boing is from fucking Anyways. Girl uh, Meets World. So, this reminds me very much of Ocean's <laughs> Don't 8. Don't try to dig me out of this like I said something fucked up. Very like girl power, too yeah. much, too much star power. It's, you it's know? Ocean 8 meets Born Ultimatum meets Charlie's Angels meets Gunpowder Milkshake. If you it's haven't watched just, Gunpowder Milkshake, go ahead and watch that. It's just, it looks cheesy to me. I'm not going to lie to you. It's cheesy. It is. I'm not taking that away from the movie. It's definitely cheesy, but it has a star-studded cast. And see, sometimes I feel like that's too much. And I've been saying Bucky McBoing Boing since like the beginning of fucking Winter Soldier. So fuck you. Anyway, anyway, y'all are only associating it because of her name. Okay, 
Anyway, moving on. Are we on. excited for this movie? Um, Are we excited for this movie? Yes. Mm, I think it's going to be a good movie, but I'm not like... I think it's going to be an easily forgettable movie. Yeah, I can definitely feel that. But it's going to be good. Um, Will we watch this in the theater or at home? Home. I'd watch it at home, too. Yeah. It'd be like maybe a Redbox movie. Not a Redbox movie. Maybe Just like a streaming a movie. Netflix, Hulu type ordeal. Damn. You said if we get it for free already. Yeah. So, see, this one's kind of long. I guess. The next movie is Scream. It's coming out January 14th, 2022, and it is rated R. So 25 years after a streak of brutal murder shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a new killer has donned the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the de- town's deadly past. Thank you to Paramount Pictures for that one. Um, although this is billed as a relaunch of the series, the film is a direct sequel to the 2011 Scream 4 and the first movie in the franchise um, not directed by Wes Craven because R.I.P. Wes Craven. So it brings back David Arquette, Neve Campbell, Courtney Cox, and Roger L. Jackson. They all return to their original roles and Marley Shelton returns to her role from a previous film in this one. So I love the cast in this. Yeah. I do. I will say, though, when we watch the trailer, I don't know. You I caught a vibe. Well, I don't know if it's coincidence that both Halloween and Scream are doing the same thing. Because, like, I know movies take literally years to get into production. But it feels very similar. You took that from me again. But anyway, I'm no, I'm pretty sure you felt the same way about it, though. It's, yeah. it's very easy to feel that way. It's. Um, I don't know what the newest thing is with just... It feels like things are getting played over and over again right like with the fuller house thing when they read to that and girl meets world like they're constantly raven's home Mm -hmm. halloween scream they're constantly just rebooting regurgitating the same thing with like the fan service yeah yeah um real quick just want to say r.i.p was craven i actually completely forgot he died Mm -hmm. not gonna lie um but yeah no um if they don't have a callback to freddy cougar krueger not Diane. Um, I'm mad. Wes Craven did it in the first movie. He was the janitor, Mr. Fred. Yeah. In the sweater and the hat. That was a great callback. But like you said, it was just very much the um, Halloween cut and paste. Like it yeah. just had the same undertones. It had the same lighting. We're it finally going to get revenge. Revenge. For... Right. I'm going to make sure I kill that motherfucker this time. Like, He's back. Type of right thing. like the old lady has a weapon to get and i'm not saying i'm not saying cindy is, is old mm-hmm. i'm just saying like the older character and it's like the, the mom character the main character that survived is now like the bitter woman who's always on right edge. like Lori. Lori Lori was yeah. fucking paranoid as shit sydney prescott in the in the trailer they're like this is something and she's like i'm sydney prescott i always have a gun because she's like, always fucking on edge. Yeah. Like, damn, girl, you need to take some killer. anxiety medication. But, like, dog, didn't they get enough from Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6? No. And the TV show. And... It ended at 4. This is 5. Is this 5? This is 5. Yeah. Okay, well, still. And not to mention all the fucking parodies. That's what I'm saying. All the parodies. All the, the TV fucking show. TV shows. And the TV all the show. Reboots. The TV show was meant to take over. Right. For, for like, from the, the. TV show is supposed to be this. Yeah, and then they realized the TV show did shit, and so they're... Because they fucking Riverdale it. They did. They did. They made it so cringy. And so and woke. I'm blaming to Bella like, Thorne. 
I'm not blaming Bella Thorne. She was only in it for like five minutes. I know, but still. It's one of those things that... Just, you just got to point the finger at somebody and you I kill her. I got to. I have to. I don't remember much else from it. I'm blaming MTV. Yeah. I mean... And the I fact just, that they didn't fucking secure the rights to the mask. Honestly, fucking stupid. Like, just change up the whole mask, change up the whole story, like... I don't know. I are, get why they did it, but... Are we excited for this movie? Yes. Yes, because we're ob- obligated to be excited yes. for it. Um, like, will we watch on. it in theaters or at home? Fucking theaters. Probably. For the ambiance. For those. Honestly. It's whatever we see it first yeah. on. Yeah. Okay, okay, but real quick. Would we watch it at a drive-in movie theater? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Look, no, dude, they had a double showing. Crazy. It would be a lot scarier. Think about it. You it only see would. the mask. They had a double showing the other day, though. I can't remember. I think it was like Eternals and Venom. And then Halloween. Mm-mm. Halloween kills and something else. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like two of the worst movies. We literally we both, already did. We, we watched did exactly Venom that. and we watched Halloween kills. Uh-huh. Not a great time. No, especially not in the winter when like your fucking Cars hot fogging. breath fogs up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good time. They dropped the ball on that one. And they they really can't do anything about it, so I don't blame them, but still. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it in a drive through. Yeah. So Rico, last movie to round us out. Last movie, sorry. I got caught up in the moment. It's okay. <laughs> so the last movie we're gonna be covering, not covering, you know what I mean. Going over. Going over is Morbius. And it's coming out January twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. And it's rated PG-13, which I'm upset about. I was just about to say that. I find that very weird that it wasn't rated R. Right. Again, Disney. Disney well, owns Marvel. This one is a Sony. So, oh, you're right. Well, it's that still in Marvel, a, though. It's that in association with Marvel. This is part of Sony's <sighs> This is part of Sony's Spider-Man movies. And we'll get into that whenever we read it. But this is... Well, then I'm mad at Sony. Yeah, this is not a part of the marvel cinematic universe they they put another reason for me to be mad at them oh lord okay so let's go ahead and how power did you not get it? the ps5 situation handled i'm sorry but fuck you sony like what come did on, you do be real. They, they had like ps5s getting sold by bots or oh, getting bought by yeah. bots yeah i mean because at the end of the day people don't care about like and they had the networking issue happy. where they got hacked and like i already got a dollar stolen from them it's a list but come on sony you could have made morbius radar anyway for those of you who do not know Morbius, here's a short little synopsis. Not synopsis, but plot. plot. Yeah. So biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Thank you, Thank IMDb. You, IMDb. Um, I'm going to be honest. I had heard of Morbius, but I really didn't know who Morbius was before right. this. Um, but it looks kind of intriguing. But in all honesty, in the trailer, he doesn't look like a vampire. So what? so much as he looks like a werewolf vampire. Do you want the motherfucker to glitter in the light? He gets like a pig's nose. What you kind know? Of... You know what kind of vampire he reminds me of? A vampire bat. No, he reminds me of the vampires from Buffy. That's it. Hmm. Sorry. Kind of like traditional vampires. I they mean, kind of yeah, look like not, vampire bats. You're not wrong. I'm just so used to them being so. Even Spike was good looking. Anyways. You're a fucking weirdo. Anyway. Mm. 
<laughs> so this movie is a superhero film based off the Marvel comic book character Morbius, the living vampire. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it's intended to be the third film in Sony Spider-Man universe, which I'm thinking is more like Venom universe. Like Venom, Venom, Venom and Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, because I don't think that, like, I can't think of another, like, one for this to be the third installment. Not the third. Well, because yes it said no. this is the third installment, the third film. Right. But also there's Blade. Oh, and Morbius was supposed to be in Blade. Right. He's actually seen in a deleted. A cameo from the yeah, director. I want to yeah. say a deleted cameo from the director from yeah. the second movie. I no, say. I think it's the first one. And then we they... covered it on the podcast. I don't think we recovered. We and covered alternate this. endings. Oh, um, but he didn't come back for the second film, so they scrapped it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, Jared Leto's star to be is set to star as Morbius along other cast members. Yeah, I mean, Jared Leto kind of has his moment to shine this winter for some reason. Yeah. He actually kind of looks like Jared Leto though, instead of he kind of also looks like the Joker and the Zack Snyder cut, but. Yeah. Are we excited for this movie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It oh, looks yeah. good. Uh, theater oh, yeah. or at home? Theater. theater. All mm-hmm. the fucking way. Um, there are some things that I wanted to bring up about this movie, which I'm sorry. I'm going to have to flip the page of pages. Yeah. Rico is just one of those people that has to handwrite everything. He doesn't do. believe in technology. I, I, I do believe in technology. I just like hand. I just like writing things. Anyway, so I'm excited to this movie. I'm excited about this movie. Um, I love Jared Leto being the emo weirdo that he is, especially like all the fucking rumors about him, like delivering weird stuff to his coworkers, which he cleared up by the way. Um, but it reminds me of Venom, like the movie itself. It's a darker tone that we're not used to seeing, but like it also, it also plays on like the fact that his like inner vampire kind of like is like a symbiote to him. That's intriguing. And then like, it also plays off of Doctor Strange. Hmm. Like the doctor who's broken has oh, to yeah. go find some miracle. Wanting to fix himself. And becomes a superhero. Who does that remind me of? Um doctor We were just Strange. talking about it. No, we were just talking about it whenever we were watching the Spider Man trailers. The lizard dude from Doctor Connors. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he like trying to fix himself or something? Yeah, he has a missing arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean it ties into the generic doctor in Marvel movies. Speaking of doctors, I'm going to go ahead and call it now and say that he teams up with Doctor Strange. I don't know how they're going to tie it into the Marvel hmm. Cinematic Universe. Intriguing. But I do believe that he'll tie up with Doctor Strange and they will use this. Not saying that they are going to, but I'm saying like in my theory, they're going to use this to tie in uh, Blade. Okay. I think I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I don't 100% necessarily believe it just because it's specifically said in association with marvel instead of it being a marvel movie and i don't think marvel would so easily give up the right to more characters to sony no i mean granted they gave away spider-man they split custody with spider-man right but and then they're gonna tie venom to spider-man yeah tom holland's i think i didn't confirm it but you i think have a feeling i think they said something about it hmm. and then what else did i hear recently oh not that i heard something recently but um blade isn't directly correlated to marvel just yet either true so it's whoever makes blade gets to decide on whether or not it's going to be a morbius morbius tie-in 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I think we already answered our questions with it. Yeah. We're excited and we're going to watch it in theaters. Yep. Um, I think that's our last one, right? That's our last one. Yeah, because I didn't go into February just because February I'm going to count as spring. Um, and there's some movies that haven't been announced yet, so that's pretty much it. Right. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to this kind of longer episode with us. Uh, we just we kind of wanted to give you what's currently popping out there and what to get excited about, what we're getting excited about. If you are planning on watching any of these movies, please feel free to let us know at breakupthepopcorn at gmail.com. Feel free to Instagram us at breakupthepopcorn, tweet us at BOTP podcast, find us on Facebook at breakupthepopcorn, or just use our beacons.ai forward slash breakupthepopcorn to find all of our links to our social, including a link to that recent interview on the Disabled Butt podcast with Mr. Kendrick Avant. Um... What else? What else is there? That's about it. Go watch a movie. Be happy. Enjoy your life. And roll credits. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.